Psalms 116, verse 12 through 14, what can we offer? What can we give back to God who has poured out blessings upon us? The first thing we learn, we uh, we offer sacrifices to him. Second thing, we give him praise. The third thing we do is we come through on the promises that we made to him for whatever blessing we petitioned him for. And let's make sure, again, we go back to what our saying is. We don't let anything rob us of our gratitude. When God blesses, he come through for us. Make sure we, you and us, each of us, we have to make sure that we do our part. Uh, you know how it is when somebody do something for you, you show a little bit of gratitude and appreciation. They don't mind doing for you again. Uh, also, if you, you know, you promise you're going to get somebody $12 in gas money for them taking you to to wherever. If you don't come through on your end when they take you to wherever you need to go, they're not going to be in a hurry or rush or even concerned about you getting to your destination the next time because you ain't came through on your $12 promise. You know? So uh, that's how it is with God. When we can show gratitude and we can show appreciation, he don't mind blessing us because we're going to come through. Now, I know uh, you may say, you know, sometimes we don't come through and he still blesses us. That's his grace. That's him being sovereign. That's him being God. Sometimes we got to do for our children when they're hard-headed and disobedient. We still have to make sure we take care of them every now and then when they don't deserve it to let them know that we love them and that we care about them and tell the type of character and the type of person that we are. So anyway, so long story short, just make sure that you come through on your end of the bargain. You know what I'm saying? You come through on your end of the deal. Point blank, period. Okay? Point blank, period. I I, I, I believe if we uh, get become more grateful for even the minor things, small things, whatever we want to call them, when we become more grateful and we show our appreciation more, not just to God, but to people. When people do stuff for you, they give you a discount, they give you a cut, they give it to you free, uh, they come through for you, they bless you. Show your appreciation. Don't act like it's something that you deserve because you're so great or something that you deserve because, you know, you're just so anointed. Some people, some people, you need to, you need to say thank you too. Everybody say thank you. Just be grateful for the small things that happen. Be grateful and appreciative and people won't mind celebrating with you or giving to you, pouring into your life, sowing to you. No, don't be, don't be, don't be arrogant. You know, think you just gotta be. People just gotta do. No, people don't just gotta do nothing. Uh, good morning, Shakita. Good morning, Amaya. Good morning, Felicia. Good morning, uh, CC. Good morning, Corey. Uh, good morning, Bell. Good morning, Lily. Edie, JT. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Vanessa. Good morning, Fat Yacht. Good morning, Sharonda. Good morning. Yeah. So make sure we just show. You know, a level of appreciation, uh, you know, uh, to, to, to the people who, who bless us and, and show our appreciation to the Lord. So anyway, today we're going to talk about perfect distractions, uh, perfect distractions. I want us to make sure that as we go through the day, you know, we've been talking a lot of good stuff. We've been, you know, we've been on a roll. Um, you know, sometimes we can go through life and not have very many distractions, not have very many things happen to us. But I want to talk today about perfect distractions. A perfect distraction, by my definition, you know, by my definition, is anything or anyone that has the ability to divert your attention. A perfect distraction. Anything or anyone that has the ability to divert your attention. 
A perfect distraction is just anything, anybody that can get you off course. Good morning, Tina. Anything that can pull you away from what your targeted focus is. Anything that that has the ability, anything or anyone that has the ability to uh, get your attention, to snatch you away from what you were doing, snatch you away from what your goals are, what direction you're trying to go in, the things that you're trying to pursue in life. Sometimes, uh, you know, we, we, we always put it on different people. We can be a perfect distraction for ourselves. We can allow ourselves to get off course. We can allow ourselves to lose focus. We can start uh, perusing and, and window shopping on things that are not consistent or that doesn't run parallel with our purpose. And when we start window shopping, uh, in other areas and other things, then we don't have uh, enough energy. We don't have enough passion to pursue the things that run parallel to our purpose, or that is, uh, consistent with what our purpose is consistent with what our uh, target is what our direction is what goal we're trying to pursue make sure today monday whatever may may 6 monday make sure good morning alicia good morning Ann. make sure you stay focused keep your eyes fixed repeat after me i'm going to keep my eyes fixed on where i'm trying to go and who I'm trying to become, and what I'm trying to accomplish. I am going to keep my eyes fixed. That means I cannot be concerned with what's happening on the left. I cannot be concerned with what's happening on the right. I can't be concerned what happens in front of me or behind me. I got to make sure I keep my eyes fixed. You're going to have some cross traffic. You're going to have some things that come across your path that may look good to you. It's a perfect distraction. There are certain things that you don't have to worry about in your life. Certain things you don't have to uh, even give a second thought to in your life. That's not a perfect distraction to you. Good morning, Keela. That's not a perfect distraction to you. A perfect distraction is what can snatch, what has the ability to snatch your focus no matter what it is that you're pursuing or where you're at. That's a perfect distraction. Uh, you know, fine men, don't, don't snatch my focus. I strongly believe with everything in me that my husband is the finest man on the face of the earth. Now, it's some nice looking men, but they don't, they don't, they're not a, a distraction for me. You want me to tell you what is a distraction, perfect distraction for me is when things are going on with my children and that bread. If I'm offered an opportunity to make that bread, I'm going to talk it over with my husband and I'm going after it. And sometimes that can, can, you know, can take me away from, you know, hey, you need to be, you need to be resting today. All of us have a perfect distraction and you got to find out what that weakness is. And, and, and say to yourself, you know what? I'm not going to allow myself to, to get off focus, uh, especially uh, things that, going to, that are going to lead you to your downfall and cause your character to be questioned, your t- integrity to be questioned, your reputation to be tarnished, okay? Good morning, April Lady. Good morning, Karsha. Good morning, Omar. I'm going to keep my eyes... Fixed. Good morning, Katandra. 
Good morning, Cynthia King. That means I'm just, I'm staying away. I'm, I'm not going to allow my eyes to wander. I'm not going to allow my eyes to wander away from my goals. I have, I have a purpose on my life. I have a purpose for my life. You have a purpose in your life. You have a purpose for your life. Make sure that you keep your eyes fixed on that. Don't let what's happening in the economy, what's happening in the community, what's happening in your finances, what's happening around you. Do not allow those things. Yes, you're going to be concerned. Yes, you may have some, some form of worry, but make sure you keep your eyes fixed. Good morning, Miss Lisa. Deidre, good morning. Find out what your weakness is and attack it before the enemy does. Whew. Find out what your weakness is and attack it before the opposition do. Because the, the, the enemy is not, whenever he finds out what your weakness is and he knows what that weakness is, he is going to continue to attack you until it is your downfall, until it becomes your stumbling block. So you got to, we all have to make sure that we tackle our weaknesses, that we deal with them aggressively before they strangle out our strengths. You got me? You got to deal with them before they strangle out what you're good at. Because sometimes our weaknesses can be so bad. Our habits can be so strong. Our lustful desires can be so passionate that it will overdrive what our strengths are. You get, you have a passion, a, a habit so strong and you have a strong work ethic. Sometimes that, that, that bad habit or that habit for drinking or smoking, whatever the scenario is, gambling, it can be so bad that it will over, it will override and overdrive uh, and overpower your strength. Now you can't be productive at work. Now you can't even get to work on time when that habit. So you got to find your weakness and attack it before the enemy does. A, a lot of us fall short because the enemy find what that weakness is, whether it's a person or a thing. And it will always come at us in that area. Always come at us. I'm talking about you got a target on your back in that area. Woo! Somebody posted right now and say, I have a target on my back. I am, you got you to gotta believe this. I am a threat to the enemy. I am a threat to the opposition. I'm not talking about to your brothers and your sisters and, and people on your job. I'm talking about to the devil. You are a threat. Good morning, Jeremy. Good morning, Cresha. You have a target on your back. And that target is to make sure that you get taken out before you accomplish the great things in your life that you have set in front of you, that you don't reach the goals that you have set in front of you. Because if the devil can ever get in your mind that you are a failure, then he will always keep you from trying new things. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Lord, have mercy. Whenever, you understand, whenever he realizes that you're a threat, he's going to always try to keep failure in the front of you. Failure in your view failure in his pocket to use against you 
Because if he ever keep you to think that you're a failure, that you're a nobody, that you can never accomplish anything, that no matter what you put your mind to, to, to mind to do, that it's not going to happen. No matter what you pursue, it ain't going to happen. No matter what you touch, it always seems like it's cursed. If he can ever keep that in the forefront of your mind, then he can keep you from reaching your fullest potential on this earth and being an example and a testimony to other people who have similar backgrounds, similar life stories as you, that anything is possible with God. You have a target on your back because you are a threat. So it's more important now than ever for you to keep your eyes fixed. Don't let your life be distracted. Don't let your minds be distracted. Don't let your thoughts be distracted. Remember we talked about before. We talked about this before. Lord, please make sure that the words, my words and my thoughts, I want to make sure that my words and my thoughts are acceptable to you. My thoughts, our thought process, how are we thinking? Do you think you're not good enough? Do you think you're not going to get the job that you apply for because you're not qualified, you're not certified, or whatever the scenario may be? If you don't, if and somebody said it before, I think somebody said it on last week. Um, I can't remember who it was, Lord Jesus. But anyway, somebody said it last week that if we don't elevate our thinking, then the enemy is going to always constantly and consistently have a field day with us because if he can attack our minds, then he can hinder our progress. And if he hinders our progress, then he can affect our faith. Good morning, Tiffany. Good morning, Cynthia Samuel. Good morning, Miss Tammy. So make sure that we, again, keep our eyes fixed on what our goals are. We got to keep our eyes fixed on where we want to be in life. Keep your eyes fixed. Listen at this. Hebrews 12, 1 and 2. Oh, my God. Woo, keep your eyes fixed. I don't care. Listen, you are, your, the grass in your life is always green until you start thinking that the grass is greener on the other side. When you start thinking that the grass is greener on the other side, then you can find all kind of problems, all kind of issues with your grass, which may be perfect, which may not have any issues. Make sure you don't put your eyes on what somebody else has and let that determine or dictate the value of what you already have in yours. The grass is not always greener on the other side. Just because it looked great over there doesn't mean it's great. Just because people make it sound good doesn't mean that it is good. So you have to make sure you keep your eyes fixed in your lane. Yes, I see what's going on. Yes, I see what's happening around me. But my eyes are completely fixed on my lane. The grass ain't always greener at another job. Because it simply pays more. If the turnover is high, if attrition is high, that's a clue. You, We should start getting, paying attention. Okay, there's a reason why all these people leaving. The grass is not always greener. And again, sometimes we can diminish the value. We can diminish the value of what we have because we are perfectly distracted by what's going on in somebody else's life. Because we are perfectly distracted about what's going on in somebody else's lane. 
I'm going to make sure my eyes stay fixed. I don't have time to get off course. Do you know how long it took for you to get on the right course? Do you know how long it took you for you to make up your mind that you were going to do the right thing? Do you know how long it took for you to get the courage to start moving in the right direction? Do you know how long it took for you to get up the strength to fight again after you have been hurt so many more times. So that should let you know that if it if it took you fighting, help me, Lord Jesus, if it took you fighting that long to finally get on track, that you can't afford to be distracted by anything or anybody. It took a long time, Lord, I'm talking about a long time, my brother, for me to finally get on the right track. Finally, for me to get on course on that path that God has set forth before me and not trying to worry about who I was going to be on the path. Rather, people were going to celebrate me on the path that I was on. It, it, it took me a long time to finally accept, hey, this is your path. This is your purpose. This is your passion. So this should be your pursuit. I don't have time to waste having my focus on something that don't have nothing to do with me. I don't have time to waste having my focus on something that is not going to benefit my life, that is not going to help me become a better me, that's not going to help me to accomplish what God has set before me to accomplish. We do not have time to waste being distracted. So we got to go through every day of our life, especially today, making sure that our eyes are fixed. Our eyes need to be fixed, have to be fixed, must be fixed on our purpose. Hebrews 12 and 1. As for us, we have this large crowd of witnesses around us. So then, let us rid ourselves of everything that gets in the way. Listen, rid ourselves of everything that gets in the way. That means everything and everybody. When, when, when things come up, when, when, when things happen, people happen, whatever the scenario may be, and they get in your way of doing what God has called you to do, then you got to make sure you take note of that thing and that person and, re- and dismiss it from your life. Dismiss it from your focus. Dismiss it from your thoughts. We got to get rid of everything. Rid ourselves of everything that get in the way and of the sin which holds us so tightly. And let us run with determination the race that lies before us. That means you got to have a level of determination, which means all I'm saying is keeping your eyes fixed. Good morning, Renee. On where you want to be and where you desire to be in your life, run your race. All of us got a race that is set before us. I can't run your race. You can't run my race. I'm not going to let you tell me to slow down or speed up because you don't know what my target is. Don't let anybody interrupt your race. Don't let anybody interrupt your stride. Don't let anybody interrupt your flow. Don't let anybody interrupt, uh, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, when the horses run, I'll get it in a minute. Don't, don't, don't. Listen, I'm, I'm, now that I'm talking about horses, for the first time in Kentucky, Kentucky Derby history, get it right, man. For the first time in Kentucky Derby history, there was a disqualification. The disqualification came as a result of the leading horse. I don't know the horse name. I don't know the jockey's name, but he was the leading horse. And uh, when I was watching 
the updates and and uh, and watching Sports Center, the jockey said that he believed. Listen, he believed this good. Oh my God, he believed that his horse on the last leg of the race, just a few feet, a few yards, a few meters from the finish line, he believed that his horse was distracted by the crowd. Come on through here, Smith. Line this up. He believed that his horse was distracted by the crowd. Ultimately, that horse went over just a, I'm talking about a tension, tiny bit, went over into the lane of another horse. Good morning, Dominique. Good morning, Dred Scott. Good morning, Angel. If he veered over into another horse's lane, another competitor's lane, and ended up disqualified, being disqualified, like I'm saying, a few yards, a few meters from, I mean, he won it, but was disqualified because the horse was distracted by the crowd. Listen, you got a crowd around you. You are influential. People love to be around you. People love to be in your space. People love your personality. People are drawn to you. You are you are magnet. You're not a negative magnet. You're a positive magnet. People are drawn to you. You got to make sure that the same crowd whoo, that celebrates you is not the same crowd that distracts you. That's not the same crowd that you allow to get you off focus, to take your attention away from your race at hand. Lord, that's good right there. I Oh, my God. If I just had a few people who understood what I'm trying to say this morning, what I'm trying to say to you this morning, don't let the same crowd that celebrates you distract you. That's what happened with the horse. I mean, you can look it up. First time in history, first time in history that has ever happened. Now, rather the rather the horse got distracted, I don't really got distracted by the crowd, or maybe the jockey pulled a little to the right on the reins. I don't know. But at the end of the day, he said out of his own mouth that he believed that the horse was distracted by the crowd. Now we already been in the race. The crowd been screaming the whole time. You know it get louder towards the end. They're trying to motivate you and encourage you on. Just make sure that the same crowd that draws to you to celebrate you, to spectate and be a spectator in your life, don't let those same people be a perfect distraction for you. Don't let the same people who cheer you on get you off course. My God. Look at here, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Please, Lord, help me keep my eyes focused. Run the race with determination that's set before you. You got your own race, run it. You got your own purpose and your goals, pursue them. Verse number two says, let us keep our eyes fixed. Let us keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. While you're running your race, Make sure you keep your eyes fixed. I want to encourage you today, my family, my beautiful people, my war horses. Don't get distracted by what's going on around you. Even in the celebration, even in the promotion, even in the accomplishment. Don't get distracted, perfect distraction. Anything or anyone who has the ability to divert your attention.
I did not say that like I wanted to say. Perfect distraction. Anything or anyone that has the ability to divert your attention. Find out what that weakness is and aggressively attack it. Because if you don't, the enemy will exploit it every single time. Every single time, my family. My dearly beloved friends. Keep your eyes fixed today. Don't let them wander off task. Don't let them wander off focus. Don't let them wander off purpose. Stay focused. You know what you're trying to accomplish. You know what you want. You know what you're going for. You know what you're pursuing. Don't let your bad habits overpower your good ones. Stay focused. Stay focused. Good morning, Miss Shirley. Stay focused. Do not get off track. Don't lose focus. Hang on in there. Hang on in there. Stay focused. Hold on. Keep your eyes fixed. Things are going to happen around you. And remember, don't let the same crowd that celebrates you. Don't let them distract you. I appreciate y'all. I'll see y'all tomorrow morning. Same back time, same back channel. Seven-ish Monday through Friday. Remember, you like it, you love it. Make sure you share it. Tag a neighbor, tag a friend. Tell them the morning shift been live.